Welcome back to what we do in the basement. I'm your DM, Kevin Rambrand, and I'm here with Thomas Tolles. Hello, I am still in a terrible country, but it's a different one this time. Try to guess which one by the end of the episode. Thomas, <laughs> um, <laughs> you're supposed to say your character name. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will be playing Anus Dweezel, a mama's boy with a dark past. <laughs> I'm here with Luke Cecilon. Hi, I am Luke, and I am playing Frank, the Bloodpath Abomination, a southern farmer just looking for a new way of life. I'm here with Jesse Bergen. I play. Let me look at my notes. Oh, right. <laughs> Ernest McGinty, or Old McGinty, a pastry chef with a dark past. I think we just learned his first name, everyone. Uh, and I'm here, with that the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with Natasha Durant. Real Nilo, outsider stranger. It's a big question mark as of right now. <laughs> I love the idea. I didn't prepare an intro. Give you, me a break. At least, you, at least you remembered your character's name. <laughs> yeah, it's true. More than I can say. Yeah. Two um, of the characters are just a title with a dark path. <laughs> That's D&D, baby. Yeah. It's Dungeons and Darkness. All right. So last session, uh, we got introduced to the world of Valanus. And we zoomed in on the country of Danatar. In Danatar, we arrived at the town of Willowhelm, a busy little town en route to the capital city of Eldorock. And the country of Danatar has been plagued by political and civil unrest after Aster Goldthorpe. Jesus Christ, easy for me yeah, to you say. You made up these names. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> after Peter Piper picked the <laughs> <back of> <laughs> <laughs> Sally sells seashells. <laughs> the country of Danatar seems to have been plagued by political and civil unrest after Aster Goldforth and his father Ulwick seized control. We met each of your characters, and you each received a mysterious note instructing you to meet at the bell tower in the middle of the night. As you made your way down, you noticed more and more people making their way to the same location, and you saw a halfling woman get dragged into an alley by some knoll thugs. You handedly dispatched the thugs, and you let one get away, and you saved the wife of Timothy Dalton. Uh, when you arrived at the bell tower, you came upon destruction and ruin. After initially failing, Rael managed to save a feisty dwarf named Sputton, while Anus freed a trapped half-orc and gave him a peculiar Reiki massage to heal him. Frank strutted into the museum and freed a young halfling boy while talking a little too much and giving him a strange lesson in bone density. And old McGinty tried to help a little girl find her father. Sputton explained to you that the citizens had gathered at a rally for Lorenzo Pyre, a revolutionary who had been critical of the Goldforths. Sputton informed you that as his rally began, a massive half-giant arrived to break up the gathering and left a massive amount of destruction in his wake, before walking off with Lorenzo. Sputton directed you to a building he knew to be Lorenzo's hideout, and you realized you may need to procure an item from the rubble around the bell tower. You made your way back to the bell tower and ended up facing off against more gnolls and another half-giant. You somehow got the half-giant to leave you alone by giving him a bunch of oregano rolled into a joint, and then he left because I believe Frank told him a secret about cinnamon being good. Yeah, baby. Cinnamon that is was also the secret. A spice, I yeah, believe. I think yeah, that's the, the, the real was... cinnamon challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he left. He took one knoll with him for a snack. Uh, you quickly dispatched the rest of the knolls and procured Lorenzo's jacket and his compact mirror, which Rail quickly declared uh, to be her own. 
and you returned to the hideout. You deliberated using a destroyed flagpole for a while, but eventually decided to use the mirror to find the door. You entered the hideout, which seemed totally empty except for a small desk in the corner with an envelope on it. Once looking through the mirror, you saw that the room actually had a lot of bookshelves and folders inside, but they'd all been emptied. Opening the envelope, you discovered only a severed string. And that is where we are now. You guys are in the hideout. Rail, the mirror that you uh, are holding, because you had the compact mirror that you were, you know, looking through. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys are looking around the room, a beam of moonlight hits the mirror that you're holding uh, that's coming through the crack in a wall. And the moonlight bounces off of the mirror and reflects against a wall, revealing a bookcase across from where you're standing. Well, <laughs> what a predicament. Let's go look on the bookcase. Wait, there's a bookcase in here? I don't see anything. Uh-huh, yes, in my mirror. <laughs> well, just just to oh. mechanically explain what's happening, the bookcase actually appears to all of you when when the light hits the mirror. It like kind of like erases away like this sort of illusion that like the moonlight is clearing out the illusion. Yes, oh, yes. I'm I'm sorry. My eyes were closed. That's why I didn't <laughs> see the mirror. Well, it seems like uh, this puzzle solved itself. <laughs> Is this bookshelf like full of books, or is it just the bookshelf? So, uh, uh, like, it's it's empty. Can someone give me a perception check? Yeah, we're, I mean, we're just about to go investigate it. I think. Yeah, uh, nineteen for Frankie boy. Sure, Frank. Uh, you <laughs> you've inferred based on what you've seen happen. The light beam is coming through the wall, hit the hit the mirror, and then sort of shown you something. You've inferred that you can kind of use this to, like, uh, kind of paint the room in a way or, like, like kind of clear out the fog. Does that kind of make sense? Yes. So you'd, you'd move the beam around to try and do that. Let's do that. Okay, sure thing. So you, you reveal the whole room. Uh, you guys see some bookshelves. And then once the moonlight touches it, it stays. Like, you That's don't right. Have to, yeah. Okay. It's, it's like breaking the illusion. Got it. Yeah, entirely. So, yeah. So now you guys are seeing in this room there's some bookcases. Um, there's, there, everything's pretty much emptied out. Um, uh I would like to investigate that piece of string. Perhaps it was once a sweater. <laughs> Give me an investigation. If we pull on it, maybe the whole thing will unravel. I got a dirty 20. A dirty 20? It's definitely not from a sweater. Um, it is a piece of string. Uh, maybe a was, cardigan. That, that it was one piece of string, and it was clearly cut in half. Bad what? news, guys. It's not from a sweater. <laughs> well, uh, I turn the mirror onto it and hit the moonlight with it. Uh, nothing happens. Okay. Riel, okay, uh, could you uh, turn that moonlight onto me? I've been feeling kind of kind of fake sometimes. I'm I'm curious whether I'll, it'll reveal anything about myself. Riel reluctantly <laughs> slowly turns the compact towards Frank. Frank feels this, very this, uncomfortable. This beam <laughs> hits Frank in the chest. And he feels warm inside. <laughs> like a Care Bear? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, she I, immediately uh, closes the compact. <laughs> and Anu says, no, no, hit everyone with that moonlight. I don't yeah. want any fake friends. <laughs> that looked pretty good. Let's let's all give me a bit of that. Uh, begrudgingly, she opens the compact very slowly and... Hits everybody for and, like two and seconds. And Anus just turns into an empty bookcase. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the end of the campaign for Andu. She's now a bookcase. It shoots a, a hole clean through McGinty and his guts all spill out. <laughs> um, suddenly, two rats scamper into the open doorway. And Get him with the compact. <laughs> Get him with the moonbeam. <laughs> they seem to be nipping at each other and sort of like running into each other. And uh, they, they scamper underneath uh, one of the bookshelves. Uh, and then they pop out the other side. And this time, they're both holding uh, either end of a rolled up piece of paper. They look at you briefly, and then they scamper out the door together, zipping down the alleyway. Wait, like, like two of them come out, and they're both holding one end of the paper? Yes, yeah, like like two... two lady, like it's like lady in the tram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. This is important, to... with their mouths or with their little hands? Yes, <laughs> with, their, with, their with their mouths. Oh, okay. uh, that makes more sense. Um, okay. I think Anu's... Anu springs into action to chase these rats. Okay, so he runs down. So, so when you look out down the alleyway, uh, where, where in, the, in the direction that the rats went, you can see that down the alleyway there's sort of like a, an opening into a forest across the street, and you can kind of see them like run across the street through the into the opening in the forest. Mm. Um, yeah, does it seem like I could possibly catch them or no? Um, they're they're like you'd have to you can chase after them, but you you like you wouldn't be able to catch them right away unless you use some sort of. Um, very specific, like they're they're rats. They're running faster than you. Uh, I'm gonna try. Go ahead. Sorry, I I would love to throw a javelin at them. <laughs> sure, I guess give me an attack roll with the javelin. Uh, I got a 16. Actually, Thomas, roll it with disadvantage. Sorry. Okay. I forgot they're running away from me. Um, ooh, that time I got a 13. Uh, that is actually fine. So you hit like the javelin lands. Uh, you can roll damage if you'd like. Seven. Seven. Okay, perfect. Your your uh, your javelin lands uh, and it actually hits the tail of one of the rats and like pins it to the ground. Um, but the rat like is struggling and it drops its end of the piece of paper. Um, but the other rat continues to run away with it. So the rat who continues who has the piece of paper runs into the woods, uh, into the forest. The rat whose tail is uh, pinned down turns around and starts to gnaw at his own tail. He's trying to get it off. Uh, he's trying to bite off his own tail. Um, Anus runs up to the pinned rat and I, I guess, I mean, I, there's no way I can communicate with this, so I don't know what, but I, I, I want to get my javelin back. So McGinney's, I, gonna, <laughs> McGinney's gonna shoot a crossbow bolt at the rat. Okay, sure. Roll, uh, roll. Attack roll yeah. here. Uh, 16 to hit. 16 to hit, 16 does hit. Roll your damage. Uh, 10 damage. 10 damage. Holy shit. Uh, so yeah, you, I, your crossbow bolt hits this rat right in the head. I hate rats. Um, stealing my crumbs. And the rat, <laughs> as it dies, transforms into an imp. It's like this tiny sort of fiend. Uh, it looks, um, I guess, a little like a uh, like a little devil, almost, almost like a little gargoyle. Uh, the tail is actually much longer than it was when it was a rat, obviously. Oh no! I thought I killed a rat, but I killed an innocent devil. In. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there, so these like, these spindly little appendages, this dark red skin. Um, but yeah, he he's dead on the floor. So what do you guys do? You guys have this dead imp on the ground. It's pinned underneath the javelin, uh, and the piece of paper escaped with the um. other rat. Do I, do I know any, can I investigate, like, it seems like some kind of illusion spell was cast. Is there any way of figuring out what, how that transformation happened? Um, can you guys uh, all just collectively give me a, I guess, a history check? Ten. Ten. 
Natasha, Ten. you can probably roll yours with advantage. Small numbers. With advantage? Yeah, I'm giving you advantage. Okay. Small numbers. Why? Okay, 18 and then... 19. Plus one. Okay. So 19. What do I know? <laughs> so the reason why I let you roll with advantage... Living uh, underground. Yeah, like you, you're familiar <laughs> with sort of like devilish fiendish creatures, mm, things of the dark, cool. things like that. You would know that imps have the ability to transform themselves into a few different creatures. So, um, you know, a, a rat is one of those forms that an imp can take. Mm. Uh, and so that's it wasn't like a specific spell necessarily. It just was, yeah. Frank's going to pipe in on this one. Uh, I don't understand. Like, we, we gave it some moonbeam. We didn't see anything. Is it immune to moonbeam? <laughs> I guess I'm talking to you, Riel, since you had the compact. I don't know if I hit him with the moonbeam, yeah, but I've seen these things before. They're um, devilish little bitches. <laughs> we gotta go get the other one. That Let's go. Piece of you, paper you is clearly important. You seem like an expert. <laughs> so well. Um, now, now we we I wonder if some of us should check behind that bookcase. Doesn't it feel like there was a passageway that they crept out of? Okay. Well, this might be a situation where we have to split up then. Uh, what time of Let's go. Oh, so yeah, just to give you guys context on the timeline. So this the the evening stuff happened in the middle of the night. So now it's like um, just past the middle of the night, right? Like the stuff, all that destruction in the town center was right around um, the middle of the night. So now we're getting not we're not near daybreak just yet, but you're sort of in the middle of those two things. There's like a big digital twenty four clock slowly ticking yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Um, why don't we? Uh, looks like that rat imp might be gone why don't we all go check out the bookcase and then that shouldn't take too long and then we can go into the forest oh i was thinking maybe we could split up mm. well i lived on a farm i'm pretty comfortable with the foliage so yeah. as as you guys are having this conversation uh, a very very bad smell starts to waft in from the forest oh god like frank a, a rank smell <laughs> come on frank uh, i'm sorry <laughs> Mother it, says to keep those in. It wasn't Frank. <laughs> uh, hold, hold on. No, it was. It was Frank. <laughs> I'm, de- I'm detecting two distinct odors, actually. Yeah, Frank may One have... of them reeks, and the other one's coming from the forest. <laughs> yes. So, uh, and, and if you listen closely... Uh, well, actually, everybody give me a perception check. Frank got a three. Ooh, five. Ten. Uh, Frank farts again. Six. <laughs> Oof. Ten was the highest one. <laughs> okay. Uh, you just hear some squeaking of the other rat in the forest, and that's it. Let's go get that rat. Yes. <laughs> we head into the forest. Okay. You know. You know what? Um, I am going to check out the bookcase. Okay. I just have a weird feeling about it, and I, I always follow my intuition. So. Uh, as the three of you enter the forest, that smell is like this sour, rotten stench. It's getting worse and worse. You can hear some squeaks. Um, is it smell familiar to me at all? Uh, it just smells really bad. Okay. Like it just it um like it's uh, you it just smells awful. Like it it, it could be a number of different things. I wouldn't say that. Imagine specific. two francs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't. And uh, and and as it's getting worse and worse, you can kind of hear. Uh, these like squeaks sort of slowly morphing into whispers and be like, well, I don't know what happened to him. He's gone now. He's gone now. I don't know what happened to him. He got pinned down and that was it. And then um, I guess we'll cut to the uh, Anus in the in, in the room with the, in the hideout with the bookcase. Um, and Anus, what do you do? Does Rael still have the mirror? Yes, I believe she does. Okay. Then I think Anus just looks at his hands rather than his own reflection and just says, 
why do I always run away from the people I wish to be close to? Um, and then he investigates the bookcase. Roll me an investigation check. Natural 20, baby. That is one nice bookcase. It was there. Uh, it continues to be there. There. It looks like there was, if you look um, from underneath, like where they pulled out the, the piece of paper, it yeah. looks like there. you can see some residue of some sort of um, like uh, adhesive that was used to kind of like stick it there. Um, but it's, it's not there. Like, like obviously the paper's not there, but you can see the residue of the adhesive. So it looks like it was intentionally put there. So it looks like the paper was there, but the bookcase doesn't seem to be covering a secret passageway or anything. No, not at all. No, not at all. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Then I <laughs> I sort of spend a few minutes in there, so it seems like I was, I was really looking carefully. And then I rush back to the forest trying to catch up with them. Okay, it's now dawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Six hours later. Um, no, so, okay, we cut back to the forest. You guys are hearing these whispers. Um, oh. They're coming from just a, a small, a small clearing just beyond the trees that you're looking. Stealth up and peek into the clearing. Frank's gonna yeah. try to listen in, see if he can catch any sure, whispers. Sure, yeah, sure. Give me an investigation check. Frank investigates for a solid <laughs> twelve. Twelve. Okay, that was a long. Yes, it end. was. <laughs> Cut that down. <laughs> I'm gonna extend it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stealth up to the edge. Yeah, sure. I think me too. Stealth checks, please. Let's stealth it. It's my bread and butter. I got fourteen. Okay, sixteen. Okay, so uh, you know, like our huntress and our, our rogue sort of like creep their way up to the edge while. Frank's. So he's listening for like 20 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> Can't Puts make his, it out. Cups his hands just here. You can almost hear a noose returning, Frank. Um, and uh, as you guys stealth up to the edge, you see um, an imp now no longer in rat form holding a paper and kind of looking upwards and trying to explain what's going on, like upwards into the tree. Can top. we see what's in the tree? No, not right now. Mm. Um, there, there is like a, a, a bushling coming up from the top of the tree, um, but you can't uh, can't see what's going on. We gotta get that paper. Operation. Should I have set a distraction, maybe? Or would that give us away, do you think? Instead. I think we got an opportunity right now. Set a just distraction? Like, they're not ready, so we could just try to kill them. <laughs> Does Frank hear them having this conversation? <laughs> No. Uh, you're probably not close enough to them. Uh, I so, mean, you can. If so if, like. the, if the imps are further past them, I can't hear anything at all, <laughs> is, is what you're saying. <laughs> what did you I mean, we can, we can Twelve. slink back uh, Yeah, you frame. can hear their conversation. Okay. Tell them. Yeah. What, yeah. what are you thinking distraction-wise? Well, I have a cantrip that I can kind of conjure an orb. It's called Dancing Lights that I could send um, in the opposite direction. Cool, yeah. Diversion. Let's do and it. Maybe they run this way. Them. Sure, yeah. Okay. But I think, yeah, maybe we should get Frank up in this, too. Sure. Anus, by the way, Frank! as this is happening, as they're talking, you you rejoin them. Hey, guys. Uh, what's up? <laughs> you find anything good? Uh, oh, yeah. There's lots of lots of cool stuff in there. Um, <laughs> oh, show me. I. Uh, well, it, it was more you kind of had to be there. Cool. Like, uh, there was... Well, there was this crazy adhesive under the bookcase, and it seems like they they stuck they stuck the paper to it somehow. Mm. Those clever bastards. 
That's objectively interesting, right? So much so. Crazy things up in this side of the world. Should we go back and look at this adhesive? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, Maybe. I mean, I, it's, I'm no. really intrigued right now. There, there, there wasn't that much there. It's fine. I, I feel like I pretty much filled you in. So, McGinty's kind of thinking, like, we should just attack now while they're totally surprised. I'm worried if we do a distraction, they might become alerted that someone's here. Yeah, that's true. But I'm, possibly, I'm willing to also just try that, too. Could we possibly grab the paper right out of his hands while he's not looking? No, but there's talking to something up above, and I feel like it might be something big. This is where Frank steps in. All right, Frank. <laughs> Uh, Frank, well, okay, hold on. If did you're, we like if you're gonna stealth tell him, back, or did he like come and stealth I think we, up to us? We, like, I think we like stealth you guys, back a bit. Okay. Yeah, to, you guys are all having this conversation. They can't quite hear you. You're in the bushes, but uh, you know you're gonna have to make a decision. Oh wait, real can soon. I see yeah. anything in the bushes? I can see pretty far in the dark. Um, it's covered by bush, so you it's like it's like the treetops are covering it, so you wouldn't okay. be able to see it. For Frank, what are you thinking? This uh-huh. better not be a secret type thing again. Oh, don't you worry. Everyone's gonna know what's happening. Which might be good, might be bad. How far away are, the, are uh, is this imp? I would say it's about 30 feet away. Oh, that's no distance at all. Alright. Frank uh, cracks his, uh, his fingers, gets his neck all ready. <laughs> and then he uh, whispers some quiet, uh, dark words. And he casts Chill Touch on the imp. And a skeletal hand comes from the ground and grabs the paper. Pretty good. Oh, okay, so you're using chill touch instead of it to grab the imp, you're grabbing the paper. Yeah, the paper takes some damage. Hopefully, it doesn't destroy it. <laughs> okay, the paper oh, has 30 hit points. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, uh, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do an opposed dexterity check. I think. Awesome. Yeah, I, I so, need that. Yeah. Uh, roll, roll a dex check, and uh, the imp is gonna try and uh, try and grab the paper back. 20 in total. I got a dirty 20 as well. Uh, What's your dex modifier? My plus is three. You win. (laughs) So the imp, the skeletal hand like grabs the paper, almost rips it, but the imp grabs it back. uh, And out of the trees jumps down uh, this uh, like monstrous human-like figure. It lands on the ground in front of you. It's aghast. Uh, not aghast. It's, we're aghast too. <laughs> it's, uh, it is more agog. <laughs> it is a ghast. Uh, it's about seven feet tall. It's got no hair. It's got these bulbous veins. It's very vascular and large. It's got these claw-like hands, pale skin, uh, and, and, and a long, slimy tongue that like sort of springs from its sharp, fang-like teeth. It snarls at you, sneezes the or sneezes, seizes the paper. God bless you. <laughs> Sorry. It, say. God bless you, it immediately is banished. <laughs> uh, it snarls at you, seizes the paper from, from the imp, stuffs it in its waistband, uh, and there's no denying where that awful smell was coming from. It's coming from this Frank. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, everybody uh, roll initiative. Yeah. Frank gets an eight. Oof. Nat 20. Ooh, okay. Nice. 11. You know, Riel, maybe your uh, your distraction plan would have been a better one. Next time. I'm sure there'll be another opportunity, right? How about we just no, take turns? I, Frank, <laughs> I insist at any time you would like, even while we're still deciding on the plan, if you want to send a skeletal hand in there, please do it. I mean, I feel like that rat got just really lucky. I feel like you had the advantage. Oh, 
I felt that too. Something tells me this isn't a normal rat. Okay, how about this? We make a, a rotation. One combat we distract, next combat we attack, third combat something funny in between. <laughs> okay, I like on Fridays we get to just have fun. Yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, casual I will Fridays. do my attack. Right. I get casual. Yeah. Yeah. Use whatever you find. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so top of initiative order, that's you, Rail. So um, so I'm going to attack the guest Okay. first. Hopefully take him down a little bit. Uh, 15. 15. 15. So, so 15 uh, fifteen does hit. Um, so you, you're within five feet of this guy. You go up to here to stab him. Um, thing is about being within five feet of a ghast um, is that you also have to uh, succumb to the stench. Uh, so mm-hmm. um, you have to... You, uh, I'll, I'll let you roll your attack. So you did hit him. Show me your damage. Oh, one. X is three. Okay, so then in total it's four damage? Yes. Okay. So you did four damage. Beauty. Um, and a bonus attack? Uh, yes. I'll, yeah, go ahead and get your bonus action in. Woo! Six plus I think you three. have to roll to hit again, right? Yeah. Really? Yes, sorry. Yeah. yeah, you roll another d20. Make sure you hit it. Two so plus, plus six <laughs> is eight. eight. So you do not hit with that one. Dang. Uh, I need you to roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, 18 plus three, 21. Okay, nice. you are doing just fine. Um, this, this smell doesn't smell like anything to you. Nah, it's pretty We've, regular. You've been around Frankie too long. Frank has given us stench immunity. <laughs> In fact, your other senses get heightened. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, next up, we've got... Uh, it's the guest's turn. So, uh, he's pissed. You just came and stabbed him. Uh, I think he's going to go after you, Real. Uh, so, he is going to just try to uh, bite you, I think. Um, and so, he's going to roll... Here, I don't think a five is gonna hit. Your AC is not below five, no. so he misses with this bite, um, and uh, and and that's and that's his turn. Fuck. <laughs> this is tr- turning into a true trend where my fucking bad guys are just totally ineffective. Uh, Anus, you're up there, party, party. <laughs> Anus, Did it's somebody your turn. say party? <laughs> that's my Anus. maiden name. I don't know why I said that. Uh, Anus uh, runs over to the ghast and attacks with a longsword. I got a seven. <laughs> uh, that that misses. Uh, and since you're with your longsword, you were definitely within five feet of this guy. Uh, give me a constitution saving throw. I got a dirty 20. Okay, you're fine too. Frank has given you stench immunity because he farted around you guys. I have to roll a constitution save because I'm next to Frank. It's all that spice, you know? It just adds different flavors. (laughs) The scent of oregano is still in your nostrils. Padded my nostrils with oregano to protect me. Uh, Ginty, you're up, buddy. Yeah, I want to get behind a tree and just fire off a crossbow at the uh, ghast. Sure, sure. Give me an attack roll. All right. 14. 14. 14 on the ghast. Uh, does hit. Roll Ooh, your damage, please. Yes, and sneak attack because two of my allies are within five feet. Yes, yeah. 12 damage. 12 damage. That's a big Ooh. old heavy hit. Big old heavy hit. Not so vascular now, ghast. <laughs> vascular. <laughs> um, it's vascular ghast. <laughs> so, yeah. Sounds like a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm basking a gas. <laughs> and I'm here. And I'm basking an ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, so this vascular gas is hurt. Uh, it's now up to the imp to do something. Um, and he's gonna try and attack. Uh, I think they're still going for Riel um, because she, you know. Lane. Yeah. Does a 20 hit, Riel? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wonderful. You're gonna like one Surprisingly, hit. Surprisingly, it does. One yeah. Does a, does a perfect so shot hit you, you <laughs> fucking asshole? <laughs> You simple townsperson. <laughs> um, okay, so he's gonna roll his damage here. Um, it's five piercing damage, Ooh. plus three d6 poison damage. Oh my um, god, Ooh. that's three d6. Yeah, eight poison damage. Uh, so that was yeah. I said so six, six and eight, so fourteen. 14? Is that like a one hit? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So the poison damage is on a sa- uh, uh, on a failed constitution saving throw. Okay. So, uh, well, at least roll, there's that. Roll your constitution <laughs> save. Oh, yeah. you gotta hit this. Um, ten. Uh, it's it's a DC eleven, so you don't pass. So you oh, take some poison damage. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, you're down. This um, is the Game of Thrones of D and D podcast. <laughs> this is being attached to us. We're killing off the main four. Yeah. Boom. Wow. The, the difficulty down. spike from the first two episodes is wild. Yeah, I didn't do any damage, so now I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. We, yeah. we should have offered this ghast some kind of blunt, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Frank, it's up to you. He tries to have a tries to reason a bit with the ghast. Uh, well, Frank, look. Uh, and, uh, you I'm just, just died on the ground. What the fuck are you doing, Frank? Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I, Frank's a liability. We gotta kill him. <laughs> I, I wanted to have a conversation, but you just downed my friend, so... You pulled out my scroll losing your hand. Right, that's the polite thing to have done. How are we supposed to have a conversation? Do you want to have a conversation now? Not really. Not fair enough. Uh, is his tongue sticking out of his mouth still? Is it like perpetually kind of, dangly? Kind of, yeah. Kind of like Venom's tongue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> yes. Cool. Uh, Frank uh, kind of winds up his uh, his shoulder, and he starts casting an acid splash. He makes a little acid ball in his hand, and he goes, uh, for all those years playing T-ball, and he like lobs it, and he's trying to get the acid right onto uh, his, like, Tongue, like melt the tongue. Off. The gas is like, what's D ball? <laughs> so he's distracted. <laughs> With a 12. 12 does not hit. Um, so this splashes to the ground beside uh, him, and he laughs at you a little. Um, that, was, that wasn't the best uh, picture back in Were you mind. good at T ball? You were back at the T and sort of just <laughs> sitting there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, you don't well, have to throw it still at this. Unconscious, there's on actually, the there's no throwing in T-ball. <laughs> is there <laughs> not? I think about is it. Is that the one that was on the pole? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> explains, um, explains a lot. All these, each rolls his shoulder, all these just mm. playing T-ball, what, like setting it up? Well, T-ball stands for Tarasque Ball oh, in our world. Oh, yes. Yeah. Tarasque Ball is big. Um, okay, so, um, Real, it's your turn to do uh, a death, a death saving, saving throw. Oh, baby. You gotta beat a ten, or yeah. you get a death. Twelve. Twelve. Yay. So that's one, one in the plus category. So uh, I twitch a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> twitches a little bit. Um, okay, it's now uh, up to the ghast again. Um, I think a noose is close to the the ghast, so I think the ghast will try to hit him with his claws, uh, and so he's going to try to hit you, a noose. And he got an eleven. Does that hit? No, I have eighteen. 
Oh, right. Holy. So he swings yes. with his, his claws and misses. Um, yeah, all right. Go. Uh, so that's his turn. Um, next up, we've got Anus. You're, you're, you're back in action. Anus looks the ghast square in the eyes and says, Nobody kills and poisons my friend. And then what? swings his longsword again. Uh, oh, my fucking God. I got a seven. <laughs> oh, you're fucking God indeed. Fucking <laughs> God. <laughs> Thomas's God is the God of fucking. Um, you and... ever been to Fun Rockers? Fun Rockers? <laughs> fruckers for sure? Yeah. That guy frucks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Anus, you, you miss you miss with this uh, attack. Next up, we've got McGinty. Looks like I'm going to have to do everything myself. <laughs> Fires another shot at the gas. At the gas. Roll another shot. Natural Yay. 20. Oh, that's a critical Ooh. hit. Roll critical your damage. Go back to SoundCloud, you demon. <laughs> Not great, <laughs> uh, but I get a... So it's three plus... A six damage with the crit. Six in total. That's your crit damage. Six. I rolled a three and a one on my D8. Oh my lord! You got twelve damage last time. Yes. My normal hit was twice as much as my crit. (laughs) I am aware. So McGinty does like a cool trick shot between his legs, and it looks awesome and really cool, but it does like no damage. Yeah, it like glances (laughs) off of his shoulder, and he's like, ow. That was kind of painful, but I thought it'd be worse, to be honest. I was <laughs> trying too hard. Um, all right, that's McGinty. Next up is this imp who just took down uh, Riel. Actually, he's going to use his action this time to turn invisible. Um, so Ooh. he turns invisible, uh, and uh, you guys, poof, imp's gone. <laughs> one down, one to go. <laughs> Frank, you're up. All right, Frank... Uh kind of gives a stretch on his arm and goes, all right, strike one. <laughs> Let's go for that home run. You're the bell from the town. <laughs> the pitcher doesn't want a home run. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> strike one implies that you did well the first time. Uh, right, right. Uh, uh, Frank time gets for that it. easy spare. <laughs> Frank balls up another gutter ball. Another sphere of acid. And this time he tries to like give it a curve spin, like they like they do in the big leagues. Nice facial acid. Mother, we're rolling so bad. Nine <laughs> doesn't hit. I know. Uh. You're gonna die, aren't I? So it's nine. Yeah, you're fine. Yep. You'll yeah, that, that doesn't hit. Obviously, yep. we didn't know. hit last yeah. time. Won't hit this time. <laughs> um, all right. That's uh, that's Frank. Even our crits suck. Yeah. Today. <laughs> yeah. The tables have simply turned. Yes. Um, all right, we're back to the top of the initiative order. Give us another saving throw, please. Four. That's the wrong, wow, wrong one. That's the wrong one. I'll try it again. Oh. That's the wrong guy. Come on. Five. That's slightly better. <laughs> <laughs> Rolls the wrong guy, still fails. Oh, uh, okay, so you're one for one. Regast is taking another claw attack at my man, Anus. And I don't think that's going to hit. Does an 11 hit? No, right? No. Nope. Nope. Alrighty, Rue. Next up, we've got a noose. What are you doing? This is just a series of the gas that a noose just is constantly missing each other. Missing exactly. Exactly. It's it like, like a, a drag. It's a Dragon Ball Z fight scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, takes the entire episode. Looks like they're dancing. God damn it! Nine. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I'm getting like fours and fives every time. <laughs> Does not hit. Oh my god. We really have to. 
do something about this, the guest says. Um, next up, we've got uh, McGinty. Nope. Nine to hit. Does not hit. Oh, boy. Um, it's not our day. Okay, so suddenly, um, McGinty, beside you, the imp uh, appears. You rat. <laughs> not anymore, he says. Uh, and he's going to try and sting you. Um, uh, and, and he's gonna attack you. Does a 16 hit? 16 hits. 16 hits. That's oh eight. I have eight HP total, by the oh, way. Me too. <laughs> Four piercing damage. Okay. So take that, and then give me a DC uh, or give me a Constitution saving yep. throw. Uh, probably won't do it. Uh, eight. Eight <laughs> does not do <laughs> yeah, it. I'm, so we're gonna roll these three I'm D6 dead. here. That's one, six, and five. Uh, Eleven poison damage. Okay, I, that's almost an instant kill, but I'm just down. Yeah, yeah. Frank. Frank sees that his game of ball uh, in catch is not panning out. The imp is now visible, right? Um, yes, the imp is visible. Sweet. And he's actually kind of close to you, right? Because if you guys are both in the bush. I think we were sent close. You, you guys, you two were close together, so yeah. How far away is uh, imp from uh, Stink Boy? Uh, like 30 feet, 25 feet. Because like, you guys have been hiding about yeah. 30 feet away. So 25 yeah. to 30 feet. Cool. Yep, that's all I need to know. Oh, uh, wait, how far Frank uh, Frank's going to move in a bit closer to the gas so that he's... Sort of between the two? Between the two. Okay. Uh, and he's going to start uh, telling a bit of a story. Listen here, uh, folks. Uh, so the trick to having a real good seasoned burger is, and as he's telling a story, he's going to try to make them uh, fall asleep. The trick to having a seasoned burger? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, that's the story today. Uh, this is Kevin you're talking to. Here. Thank you. 19. 19. Uh, so 19 worth of HP. So if the imp has less than 19, it falls asleep. Right. So the imp falls asleep. And then whatever's left over, if it's enough, <laughs> make the gas fall asleep. So, I doubt it. So it doesn't work. The gas is still awake. Uh, the imp is falling asleep. And that's the trick to having a real good juicy meatball on your hands. <laughs> oh, you started talking about a burger. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's a. You it's ended a, with a meatball. It's a ball of meat and a burger are effectively the same. Really not, honestly. Uh, I agree to disagree. <laughs> so that was Frank. We're back. Give me another saving throw. Okay, right dice this time. Die. Oh boy, what a day. Three. Oh, okay, yeah. another failed one. One, one away. So one away. If anyone can heal Riel. It might be a good idea to heal Riel. Mm -hmm. um, all right, next up, we've got the Ghast. He is doing his thing. The Ghast decides he's going to take another friggin' swipe at a noose. Motherfucking shit. <laughs> he just tried to hit you. It's eight. That doesn't hit. So he just misses again. This Ghast is the most ineffective. <laughs> Anus puts his hand on the gas forehead and he's like swinging, trying to. <laughs> Come here, you! I'll get you. Um, <laughs> next up, we've got Anus. So yeah, I will give a potion of healing to Rail. Sure thing. So I'm picturing that uh, Anus is like leans over, picks her up by the back of the neck, pops over the oh. top, and like pours the potion down her throat very gently. Um, yikes, I don't know why you pictured that. It's super weird. Yeah, it's 2d4 plus like, I pictured, plus like, grabbing two. at the nave of the neck like a kitten or something like that. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, just, like, okay, so just I picture him, like, splashing right? on her face. I heal for 6 HP. Okay, okay. so you're okay. back in action there, Riel. You're feeling good. Next up, we've got Olmaginti, except you're down, so give me a uh, saving yeah, throw there, boss. Yeah, yeah, 
Natural one. Oh, that's two, two fails. fails. Ooh, oh very God. bad roll. He's a ninety-year-old. He's like a ninety-year-old man to be. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ, that's very bad. Folks. Who's starting to feel like a mean DM? <laughs> no, this I guy? mean that was on me. Like yeah. you're rolling that one when you're dying. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. How dare you? All right, so the imp Ooh. is still asleep. So we are going into Frank. What are you doing? Uh, Frank is very familiar with the, the dying arts. The, oh, right. You're yeah, he, he does a lot of tie-dye. He does yeah. a lot yeah, yeah. of uh, hair dye. The dying arts, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Frank, uh, you hear him kind of whisper, like, uh, quick, uh, time out, time out. And he runs over. What? Uh, to old McGinty. He goes, don't you die on me, boy. Don't you die on me. And he performs a medicine check that looks kind of like CPR, and it's a two. <laughs> so, Still dying. Uh, <laughs> Uh, folks, uh, I think I think he's I think he's dying. You're just throwing like uh, uh, paprika Stu- on stuffing, there, stuffing herbs into your nostrils. <laughs> um, Pepper grinder. Oh right, back to the top of the uh, rail. You're back in action. <laughs> Finally. Uh, quick question: ha- Has the imp been hit at all? No. No. Hmm. It's also asleep, so we probably don't want to hit yeah, until we deal true. with our, our current problems. Okay. So. All right. Um, then I will go for the ghast again, I guess. Sure. Roll your attack. Renewed vigor. Renewed All right. Vigor. What? Ugh. With her renewed vigor. Six. I heard nude vigor. <laughs> Luke, you gotta get uh. your mind out of the gutter, dude. <laughs> with my nude. McGinty's dying in <laughs> front of you, and that's <laughs> what you're talking about. One thing to Yeah, didn't just tell when you. you die, then you lose all your clothes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rio <laughs> comes back <laughs> naked as the day she's born. But, Very stro- but stronger Why? than ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I bite it big time. I only got six. Oh, woof. That does not work. Mm-hmm. Um, the guest laughs at you. Um, I'm injured, you dick. <laughs> Roll your second attack. Twelve? Twelve nope. plus what? Is that it? Uh, so that was plus, plus your dex plus oh, your plus proficiency. Dex? Okay, so then that's fifteen then. Fifteen does hit. Yes. We have hit oh, the ghast. Kill him. Um oh, do your I damage. Won't be doing that, I don't think, unfortunately. Six. Six. Okay, that's cool. Bad. Yeah, you you heard him. He's bleeding. He's not feeling good. He's not feeling good. Um Okay, next up, we've got the ghast. Don't retaliate, please. He <laughs> kind of wants to. He kind of wants to, um, but he really what wants to hit. News? He really Get wants to hit a noose. He really wants to hit a noose. He's going for a noose, Sorry, and he's wins it anyway. I saved your life like one second ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, the ghast tries to hit a noose. He can't decide, and he kind of swipes between both of you, and it's stupid, and he fails because he's dumb. Um, <laughs> and so there's that. Uh, a noose, you're up, bud. Okay, I am going to. Uh, in an attempt to find someone more grateful, I'm gonna run over to <laughs> Ol McGinty. Oh my God, this is so uh, I will close. accept accept the attack of opportunity, and uh, then sure. I will. Uh, well, I'll deal with that first. That is an 18 plus. Oh, uh, oh, oh no. my lord! Uh, plus you, t- you turn your back, revealing no five armor. He's <laughs> <on your> <laughs> <I'm> naked, <laughs> like a hospital <laughs> gown. His butt's hanging out. <laughs> a 23 probably does hit you. Yes, it um, does. Six plus three is nine slashing damage. Oh my god! Um, can you please give me a Constitution okay, saving if, throw? If he goes down here, I'm probably gonna die permanently. I got uh, an 18. An 18. Uh, then you're fine. You're not going to be paralyzed for a oh minute. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so there we go. <laughs> uh, so, okay. yeah, you just... So you... I finally <laughs> reveal my truly weak body to this cast. <laughs> and I 
run over to old McGinty and I use my healer's kit. Um, okay. Which basically I don't have to make a check. I just stabilize oh, him. Thank okay. you. So that he stabilized. So close. There we go. <laughs> you noticed literally like, I was I was next. I just lean in and say, "You're gonna make it, buddy. I believe in you." <laughs> um, no response. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so McGinty can't do anything, so we're up next to uh, uh, the sleeping imp can't do anything, so now we're up on Frank. All right, Frank seems stability in the land. With nude vigor, he charges <laughs> forth. <laughs> Frank takes this off his clothes. <laughs> That's a full action. <laughs> Frank turns to the gas. You, uh, you've been hurting my friends a bit too much. I think it's time to put an old dog down. I'm not a dog. <laughs> Well, we'll let the biopsy tell us that. <laughs> Frank uh, whispers some uh, some dark words and tries to cast Chill Touch on for 15 on the gas. 15 does hit. Uh, for a total of five damage, a skeletal hand comes out uh, of the ground and just like, I, uh, I guess it goes for his groin. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going for the tug anymore, oh, eh? it's such a cold hand, too. He smarts. Okay, so you grab him by the balls, because why not? Yep. Um, the hand's on the ground. I'm just looking for a feasible target. Rail, it's up to you. I mean, he can't move, right? <laughs> okay. All right, well, I'm going to attack him, hopefully take him out. He's currently grasping at his balls. <laughs> Good, distracted. Uh, okay, so first action, that is only a four. I'm going to take a bunch. Oops. Fifteen, I'll take it. Plus, uh, plus five, right? Oh, plus five. So then 20. 20 does hit. All right. Let's take him down. I'm tired of this stench. I'm only, I only want one, Frank. Ugh. Five. Five. Five damage? Rael, tell me how you get rid oh. of this gas. Pass it off to Frank. Frank. Uh, Frank's uh, skeletal hand <laughs> still <laughs> clutching, no. just grasping these gas Ow. testicles. Ow. It's it's like that scene in Dumb and Dumber where he like does the little roll punches on the guest's crotch and then dings it and bites him on the leg. <laughs> and that is our last Dumb and Dumber reference this <laughs> podcast. Uh, the, the skeletal hand uh, pulls him down by the sack, <gasps> uh, and it, and the fierceness of this pull brings him down, and there's like a, a, a spiky piece of wood sticking up, and his head just falls right <laughs> on it into the throat. <gasps> and the gas is dead. Um, okay, uh, so next up, that is uh, Anus. Well, Mother said it was wrong to kill a creature while it was sleeping, but fuck this guy. And he runs over uh, and fuck uses guy. his, his longsword. Yes, my new catchphrase. Uh, uses his longsword on the remaining creature. Uh, you're going to roll your attack roll on the sleeping imp, but it uh, it's an auto hit because it's asleep. So uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, I get a seven. Seven. All right. Great. You do heavy blows to it. It's still. It's still alive. Um, <laughs> I maimed him, and he's yeah, still yeah. He must yeah. wake up, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The imp is now awake and in great pain. And now he's pissed. Yeah. And he's not happy. Go ahead, McGinty. I remain unconscious. All oh, right. <laughs> Guess whose turn it is now? The imp. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he goes back to sleep. Five more minutes. <laughs> the imp, yeah, the imp is pissed. Um, the imp does not want to fuck around with this shit anymore. He's going to use uh, his action to turn invisible, and he is going to fly the fuck away. Uh, and he does that. He's gone. 
You guys are now out of initiative. Um, so is old McGinty conscious now that the battle is over? I guess, yeah, you guys can wake him up and make him feel better. <laughs> Should I give myself one HP? Sure. Bring yourself up to one <laughs> HP. We'll say that, that Frank stuffs a, uh, a berry in your face or something that he finds. <laughs> I, I choke on it and I pass. <laughs> no, no, this is, this, is how, this is how you're supposed to eat it. Yeah. So, okay. Home McGinty, you're back up and running. Oh, thanks. Thanks, guys. I was almost dead McGinty there for a second. <laughs> oh, did we get him? We got one. Uh, yeah, it wasn't our finest battle there, but um, we managed to make it out alive. Um, oh my God, what happened to that thing's balls? <laughs> <laughs> That's a story for another time. Um, like you can see that uh, in the waistband of the dead ghast is still the rolled up piece of paper. So it's it's now got this extremely long stretched out sack. <laughs> um, oh my God! And its head is impaled on a spike, but it's it's there on the ground. Um. um I think Anus severs the sack to keep as a trophy. <laughs> Jesus fucking it smells so bad. Uh, yes, it's a truly yeah. foul as as he, order. As soon as he cuts order. it off, he's like, never mind, and he throws it into the woods. <laughs> um, it hits like a beautiful cherry blossom tree, which like shrivels and dies. Yeah. <laughs> a um, squirrel falls out of the tree. Um, did you guys look at the paper? Uh, yeah, I'll investigate. Sure, sir. I don't need you guys to run a check or anything on it. So you open up this paper, uh, and it's revealed mm-hmm. to be a poster of Lorenzo Pyre. He's standing proudly. His fist is raised in the air. He's wearing his trademark red jacket. And below the picture is some writing that seems to be some sort of chant or motto. And it's, it's written in black, but the, the last word on every line is bolded in red. And it reads... We come from every corner. United we will stand. And if one of us hits the ground, we'll always lend a hand. Great, all that for the pinup? Come on. Is it autographed? <laughs> is it at least autographed? Uh, it, it is autographed. Yes. Uh, um, on the back side, it's autographed with like a winky face. Uh, and the back of the paper is, uh, it's, it's all red with a white dot in the center. Um, I think I think um, Anus finds this quite inspiring because um, that's a good description of what we just went through in battle together. Mm-hmm. Don't you see, when when two of us fell, the rest of us came to the rescue. We're becoming a a band of brothers and sister. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> okay, I just I, I almost I almost died. Cool. I, I'm not feeling super jazzed about how that went. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just the evil right, fucking whatever. who's trying so hard to be everyone's friend, and everyone's like, "God, he's clingy." <laughs> like, uh, so yeah. Um, do, does anyone, uh, someone, everybody, roll me insight checks, please? What was the fourth word again? So it says, "We come from and? every corner. United, we will stand. And if one of us hits the ground, we'll always lend a hand." Mm. I'm, I'm thinking each of these bolded words is a clue. A clue. I think we all. I think we should all that pick one word. That is astute observation there, we McGinty. Should, we should pick one word Thank for each of us, and uh, that'll be all word for the rest of uh, our. I feel our like team. you've definitely got hand <laughs> down, Pat. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, um, what do we all roll for insight? our insight checks? 12. 18. 5. Oh, I got 6. We almost had all divisions of 
Oh, factors of six there. <laughs> Don't do that in character. <laughs> well, this is firmly in Frank's character. Right uh, you heard from a noose that this thing was used with adhesive intentionally in the hideout. You think there might be some connection between what you've just read and the hideout that you guys were just in. Looks like we gotta go to a corner of the hideout where maybe there's like a nightstand or something with a hand and we gotta like you pull something. Use on the ground? Yeah, yeah, probably. That's good. <laughs> so do you guys make your way back Let's to the hideout? Back. Oh well, I, I feel like I investigated it pretty thoroughly for you to say so. <laughs> All right, let's call it a night then. No, 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 let's <laughs> check it out. You know, look, I... You know what, you can wait outside and stand and watch. Yeah, no, that's yeah, probably better if I'm... Like, take, a, like, a little bit of a sit-down. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe a short rest. I'm a little rest. beat up, especially you, little Nikki. Do you want to take yeah. a sit-down? You guys want to take a short rest? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have uh, to. But uh, what time is it? You've got about, f- I'd say, five hours till daybreak. The cast is big, I right? I think mechanically, I'll let you guys take a short rest if you feel you so inclined. To, you don't want to take I'm at one uh, HP. So. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Please, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, so you take uh, a short rest. While people are resting, uh, Frank's going to start examining the body okay. of the gast. It's big, right? You see it was muscular. It's about seven feet tall. Big Ooh, muscular dude. Holy. He's going to start like, feeling around, poking a bit, seeing uh, you know, what kind of bone structure this, this guy's got. Sure. Uh, is the stink gone? Uh, I mean, like now it's like rotting flesh. It's not. It's not like emitting in the same strong way. Like it was clearly like part of its like DNA that when it was alive, it could like pump out this stench. Um, now it's just like a gross dead body that did smell bad. All right. All right. Uh, Frank kind of cuts off a piece of the flesh, puts it in a little glass vial. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then also goes in for. You got a glass of gas. Nice. Thank you. And uh, Frank's also gonna maybe crack off a rib. Crack off a rib. All right, yeah. sure. McGinty's gonna, he's trying to rest, but he's not feeling too good. He's gonna say, does anyone have an extra healing potion or a healing spell? I recovered one HP oh. <laughs> from that uh, long rest. Short rest. Uh, really? I, yes. I can stabilize, and if we rested for longer, I could heal you, but unfortunately, I Three. have nothing left. Sure. Uh, yeah, I uh, if I guess if I go down, as long as someone can stabilize me. <laughs> Gosh, I hate to think that's my role in the party, but... <laughs> um, you're out of combat. You guys have taken a little short rest. So to speak. Gotten to a great success. To great success. McGinty's got almost no health. <laughs> um, do you guys... Are you guys going back to the hideout? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, you enter the uh, enter the hideout. What do you guys do? It looks like it looks the way you left it. Can can we read those highlighted words again? Sure, I'm going to repeat it one more time. We come from every corner. United we will stand. And if one of us hits the ground, we'll always land a hand. So it sounds like we have to stand one of us in each corner and hit the ground at the same time, right? That's worth a try. With our hand? So you each stand in one of the corners of the room and, and, and we push just start hitting the ground <laughs> like monkeys. <laughs> Donkey Kong has made his way into the episode. Finally. So, um, yeah, you go to the corners of the hideout and you place your hands on the floor. Um, uh, it's a dirt floor, but suddenly when you guys do that, um, the dirt in the center of the room sort of slides back. There's a slab underneath it and it reveals a crawl space underneath the room. Inside uh, this crawl space, this basement, there's, you guys can see, like, sort of, it's, it's still quite dark. It's not quite daybreak yet. And there's, like, a large pinkish crystal sort of emitting some light. 
and it's sort of attached to like a cylindrical stone of sorts. And around the crystal, you can see there's four stone platforms with some wear in the center of each of them. They're clearly meant for standing on. Uh, really nice idea, old McGinty. Good job solving that puzzle. Oh, well, uh, I can't take all the credit. Well, you should. You're one of my heroes. Well, Anus, uh, you're certainly an acquaintance of mine. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. So there are, like, more things to stand on in the, in the, in the crawl space? So, yeah, if, if you look down mm-hmm. in the center, there's a crystal in the center, and then uh, around it, uh, sort of on each side, there's there's these platforms. This is like in a basement, like in a new area? It's, yeah, it's down, it's like a lower room. Yeah. How many platforms okay. are there? Four. Four. How convenient. Let's, mm. let's stand on these bad boys. You know, it worked the last time. Mm, are they, are the levels, uh, platforms at different levels? They're all the same height. Same height. Okay. Yeah. Do they have like pictures of us and like, oh, we, McGinty's got to stand on this one. No, Is no. there okay. anything engraved in these platforms? No. Not at all. What about in the pillar that's holding the crystal? No. Let's shine the mirror around the room and stand on these uh, platforms. Sure, sure. Is the moon still out? Um, the moon is almost out. Like, it's like there's no there's no moonlight creeping into the, the cracks anymore okay. in the room. So, um, so and the moon's up. Uh, yeah, I guess I get the that's compact no out and I just, show I just it around say the room. It's possible there's a trap in here, and we should be mm. careful. That's smart. That's smart. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check for traps. Sure. Give me an investigation check. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, you don't find any traps. It looks good to you. No traps. You heard it. It's, it's completely safe. Other people do some too. <laughs> sure. You guys Just can all roll case. investigation okay. checks if you'd like. I mean, I thought. I, I mean, I trust you, but you no. Get, I mean, it's good to do. You want to have yeah. another pair of eyes on this? So twelve. Twelve. Mm, Still looks good. I, investigation look, check? I looked at this place pretty thoroughly earlier. Um, <laughs> oh, you already found this downstairs. No, so I... So you know what to I, do. I, Go ahead, Anus. Well, I'm going to stand on this platform, I think. <laughs> All right, Anus stands on the platform. The rest of you stand on the platform? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure. I Fine. sit on the platform. Everybody stand... Luke, Luke just nodded at me. It's an audio medium, Luke. Um, <laughs> um, Good narration, Luke. though. <laughs> uh, so... All four of you stand on the platforms. I'm sitting. And uh, nothing happens. <laughs> Cross-legged. Um, the room around you all fades to black. The walls seem to fall away, and all you can see in this void of space is one another. Then, it is as if like the spotlights that are illuminating each of you go out one by one. First, Old McGinty. Then, it's happening! No! <laughs> <laughs> then, Frank. Then, Anus. Rael, for a moment... All you see is darkness. See, for you, this is less alienating, and in a way, it almost reminds you of your home in the Underdark. Hmm. You um, taste just, something in... Yeah, go ahead. I have dark vision, if that matters. It does not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shut up, this is my moment, it yeah. is. <laughs> in, in the silence, you just hear a news being like, my dark vision is not working. <laughs> um, uh, Rael... You, you almost taste something in your mouth. It tastes like metal, but it's warm. It's the taste of blood. A massive face appears in front of you. Dear God! <laughs> it's the face of your mother. A dark, sunken face that is both captivating and disturbing. It stares right at you, and a long, subtle smile cracks across her face. 
Suddenly, the face warps into a dark skull with cracked teeth, smiling at you. And then you see nothing. Frank, you see your new friends vanish as well. In the darkness, a scent catches your nose. It's an earthy scent. Somewhat smoky, and it reminds you of your time in school. The scent almost materializes into a haze in front of you. A soft mist that forms the face of your old headmaster briefly appears. And then the face becomes enveloped in a black hat. A black baker's hat. And suddenly, you see nothing. That's not so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Old McGinty, you see the other members of the group disappear, and in the darkness, you hear the sound of a blade slowly being unsheathed. The sound waves almost become visible, and you see a vision of the back of Harriet, your wife. You hear the sound of a deep breath being taken in as the vision is turning around to face you, and just as you're about to see her face, you hear the sound of a rope or a cable being chopped and snapping. And the sound immediately shifts to like a low buzzing hum. And then you see nothing. Anus, you watch the people around you vanish, and then there's nothing. Suddenly, you feel a breath on your neck. At first it's cold and unfamiliar, but soon you recognize this as a presence that you know well. It almost feels as someone is as if someone is watching you critically, right over your shoulder. This feeling almost causes you to see the stern face of Mother right in front of you. But there's a warmness here that you hadn't seen before. Is this acceptance? Suddenly, the face's mouth opens and a massive black spider crawls out and consumes the vision, and suddenly you see nothing. Good old mom. (laughs) Everybody roll initiative. Oh shit, this is so bad. Thirteen. Three. McGinty got a fourteen. Thank you. I got a nineteen. Hopefully that helps. That's good. That's okay. Good. All right. Top of the initiative order. That's uh, you, Riel. All of you see three dark figures around you. These like shadow beings. The only source of light is this pink crystal glowing in the center. You're all ten feet apart from these beings. What do you do? I'm yes. I have a question. <laughs> Raising your hand on a podcast. <laughs> on a fucking podcast? <laughs> I think they, they feel it, though. They feel it as it happens. When you say we see three figures, does that mean we each we each see three figures? Like our own figures? Like, yeah, you each we see don't three see figures. Each, uh, we only, I, yeah, we, we only see the pink, or uh, I only see the pink right, so right we, now. Right, so we don't see each other. No, you don't see each other. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to call out to everybody. It's like You go to open your mouth and no sound comes out. <sighs> Damn it. Then, yeah, I'm going to use my cantrip dancing lights to see if I can illuminate anything or these shadow people. Um, uh, it, it, it doesn't work. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, can I use a bonus action and a strike then? <laughs> sure, what are you striking at? Um, the one of the figures that's... Mmm! Mmm. Should I... I'm maybe going to try and throw something at the stone. You throw something at the stone. What are you going to throw at the it? The short sword. You know, throw your short sword at the stone. Wait, how far away is the sword? It's close to stone. you. You could hit it with your sword. You don't have mm-hmm. to throw it. Okay, I will just hit it then. Sure. Um, go ahead and roll your attack. Okay. Uh, tw- wait. Plus five. Plus, plus five. Okay, so 22. That hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, s- nine. Nice. Nine. Okay, cool. Yeah, you smoke this, this, this rock in the center. 
uh, there we go. Um, next up, we've got what, uh, McGinty. What, 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 what happens? <laughs> well, uh, you, you, you hit the rock. It, it like, yeah, you know, it, the, the light in it like shudders for a second, I'll but it's find yeah. out later. When she hits the stone, do I notice any flickering in the crystal? Uh, I don't see her. It, sh- it, it shudders. Uh, uh, you, you see one of uh, one of the figures goes and smashes this crystal, and the crystal oh. shudders. Interesting. So it doesn't attack me. It goes to the crystal. I'm going to also shoot the crystal with my crossbow. Okay. Natural 20, baby. <laughs> That's a critical McGinty's hit. useless natural 20. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, Take this, dimash. you crystal fiend. Two. All right. Eight plus um, three. So 11. 11. Do I get sneak attack? Uh, a shadowy figure is next to the crystal. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, you shatter the crystal. <laughs> oh, um, damn! All of a sudden, all of you get your vision back. You get your ability to speak back. Essentially, it's almost like the lights have come back on. You're back in the room here, and you're all looking at each other. Um, and you can kind of feel something, like, kind of humming in the back of your head, uh, each of you. And essentially... What you've just received is a magical ability. All of you have received this magical ability called True Unity, or Trinity. <laughs> That's a portmanteau. You're, you're now able to communicate with each other telepathically, and you don't have to talk. So if you were trying to negotiate your way out of a situation, for example, it may be helpful. Um, so, you know, cool. you can do this. Um, I say in my head, oh my God, what the hell was that? Oh my God, what the hell was that? Wait, you heard that? Wait, what? I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Oh my god! What? I I think uh, Anus can hear us. Anus says in his head, I wish people wanted to be my friend more. (laughs) No, we picked up on that even without the telepathy. (laughs) Is there any way we can do like a three-way talk situation? Can we turn this off? Like, (laughs) what if we want to partition the mind link? (laughs) Make make, it like rooms. Yeah, like, a, oh boy. You guys can choose when, and, and, like, it's not like all your thoughts are just, everyone's privy to them now. Like, you guys, uh, it's like you can send each other messages and send, like, a Frank, um, Frank, it looks like you got some sort of snap filter on your uh, mind link. <laughs> <laughs> you mind turning that off? I, I, I'm trying, but it just doesn't cut, turn off, ever. <laughs> and Anus is curious what everyone's visions were, so he starts to explain, I... I saw the face of my mother, and she she became a spider, which was slightly less scary than her regular face. A spider, does that mean anything to you? Uh, it doesn't ring a bell other than symbolically. I mean, my mother was a toxic woman in many ways, though I, I, I love her, and she taught me everything I know. I saw my mother, too. Oh, wow. She turned into a skull, and she had cracked teeth. Wait, have you heard about the teachings of Mother? (laughs) I think you guys might be talking about two different moms. Yeah, baby. (laughs) No, the spider made me think of something else. Like some deity, perhaps. Yes, a, a deity. Well, Mother is a deity. She watches over all of us. Wait, what? Who's your mom? Listen, I gotta get back to the bakery. <laughs> I wanna go just. It's starting I, to get light out. I should go see if uh, my wife's okay. So, um, this was fun. Are you guys gonna we, climb out of the have, crawl space? Have we not discovered anything in here? It seems like 
they, this was a secret base, and they had some sort of stone that could do a ritual to link them telepathically. At least that's just a hunch. Uh, I think you guys get the sense that there isn't anything else to do in this room. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, like uh, Anu should probably stick around for a while on his own, <laughs> explore, just check out if he can find something. Yeah, if you want to do another if, once over, Anu, be my yes, guest. Yes, if, if you think that would be helpful, I will spend all day and all night looking this place over. I'll <laughs> find goodness. everything. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, um, just and if you do, if you do die again, though, I won't be there to rescue you. Is that okay? Oh, we won't do anything without you, news. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm not planning on getting myself into another one of those situations. Um, do you guys go to like leave the crawl space? Yeah. So as you climb out of the crawl space, uh, you find yourselves with twelve scimitars and eight crossbows pointed at your head <laughs> in a circle. Um, oh. You should have sent a noose out first. <laughs> I don't have enough coupons for all of them. <laughs> From the center, uh, at first you see just like a little red glow, and then a dark-skinned figure with a goatee steps forward. He wears a deep red cloak. It does not cover his tattooed arms, one of which rests near his waist uh, beside a long dagger. His other arm reaches up to his lips, removes a glowing cigarette, and tosses it to the ground. A long smile creeps across his face and reveals he's got these two golden incisor teeth. He says, Why, hello there. End of session. Oh, oh man. Lorenzo? We were just ready to kill all those people. Two <laughs> <laughs> HP? McGinty yeah. draws his dagger. Um, yeah. I've, I've, found a, I've found a perfect quote for Anus. Oh, great. <laughs> Um, from the novel Ever My Merlin by Priya Ardis. <laughs> what is the- Quote, do you think we can be friends, I asked? He stared up at the ceiling. Probably not, but we can pretend. That's, <laughs> so sad. And, well, that's how you guys treat Anus. He's a very nice guy. He's <laughs> faced a lot of trauma, and he saved your goddamn lives, and you treat him like shit, so we fuck you. We just met you, like, two hours ago. He <laughs> saved your life. That's the relationship-forming bond. Save it Save it for the next episode, guys. Uh, oh. Jesse, take us out. We'll see you next time. In the basement. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 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 Ooh.